This is Rhema for Today. You see, where folks miss it a lot of times, they think, you know, if God uses you, you know, here, that you could just do that. No, you can't just do it. Amen. Like I made reference to the fact that my wife and I went into the home where old lady's on the deathbed. Medical science, three different clinics had said the same thing. Nothing can be done. She's in the last stages of this particular disease. Nothing can be done. She'll grow weaker and weaker and will expire. But thank God the Holy Ghost said, the Holy Ghost said. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, The Spirit of Seeing and Knowing, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Well, Naaman, the scripture said, was wroth. That means he got mad. That means he was angry. That means he was irate. He said, are not Abana and Farpar, rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Why couldn't, in other words, I go dip in them? Why do I have to go dip in old muddy Jordan? Well, his servant remonstrated with him and said to him, if he'd asked something hard of you, you would have done it. Finally, he cooled down and went and dipped in the Jordan and thank God was healed. His leprosy disappeared. Well, he came back by Elijah's house and he offered him changes of raiment. Our way of talking, we'd say he offered him suits of clothes and gold and silver. But Elisha said, it's not time to receive gifts. And so he didn't take any. And so Naaman said, now I know there's no other God in all the earth except the God of Israel and so on. And he went on his way back home. But now then Gehazi, Elisha's servant, ran after him and overtook him and lied to him. And said, though my master wouldn't take anything for himself, after he left, two young preachers or two young prophets came. And though he wouldn't take anything for himself, he said it would be all right to take two changes of raiment, our way of taking, we say two suits of clothes for each one of these young preachers, and so many talents of silver and so many talents of gold for them. Well, Naaman's so thrilled of being healed from this incurable condition, he gave him twice as much as he asked for. And that rascal went and hid it. Now then notice when he came in before Elisha. Notice this 25th and 26th verses of this 5th chapter, 2nd Kings. And he went in and stood before his master. And Elisha said unto him, Whence comest thou, Gehazi? And he said, Thy servant went nowhere. In other words, I didn't go anywhere. Verse 26, and he said unto him, went not my heart with thee, or in other words, my spirit with thee, when the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee, is it a time to receive money and to receive garments and olive yards and vineyards and sheep and oxen and men servants and maid servants? The thought I wanted to get over to you, you see, this is a manifestation of the word of knowledge. It was manifested to expose a hypocrite. Amen. Now then, there's several important things here before I get to the main thing I want to get over to you. You remember now that this little maiden said, when she learned that her master, Naaman, had the leprosy, 
I would God, I would God that my master were in the land of Samaria. There's a prophet of God there that could cure him or heal him of his leprosy. Elisha. Now then, go to the fourth chapter of Luke's gospel. Turn in your Bible to the fourth chapter of Luke's gospel. And notice this. Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. They went out of fame of him through all the region around about, and he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And when he came to Nazareth, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as his custom was, and has delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And he found the place where it's written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he's anointed me, and so on. But now then, he said, This scripture today is fulfilled in your ears, but those people didn't accept it. And Jesus said, no prophet is accepted in his own home, his own town, his own country. He went on to tell them that Elijah was a prophet. But he was sent only until that widow, you know, in Sidon of Sarepta. In other words, he can't go into just any widow's house. Now that's working of miracles and work a miracle. But he can if God says so, if the anointing is there. Now he said in the days of Elisha the prophet, now notice this. There were many lepers in Israel, and none of them was healed. Now, why would this little maiden say, there's a prophet of that that could heal you of your leprosy? None in Israel were healed. She had never seen anybody, but he did have a healing ministry. He had to have a fame or a history of getting people healed for her to say that, didn't he? Amen. Amen. None were healed. You see where folks miss it a lot of times. They think, you know, if God uses you, you know, here, that you could just do that. No, you can't just do it. Amen. Like I, I made reference to the fact that my wife and I went into the home where old lady's on the deathbed. Medical science, three different clinics had said the same thing. Nothing can be done. She's in the last stages of this particular disease. Nothing can be done. She'll grow weaker and weaker and will expire. But thank God the Holy Ghost said, the Holy Ghost said, take your hand off of her because I laid my hand on her forehead to pray. The Holy Ghost said, take your hand off of her. Don't pray. Don't anoint her with oil. But the Lord, through the Holy Ghost said, get up and stand up and say to her, the Lord told me to tell you, you are healed. Arise and walk. She did. God did. It did. Hallelujah. Raised up from the deathbed. Well, now, if you raise that, now, I didn't raise her up. God did. I just obeyed the Lord. But if you raise that one, why didn't you raise this up? Don't you misunderstand me at all. I've gone into the room where someone's on a deathbed, laid hands on them and prayed, and 45 minutes they're dead. Well, if you raise that one up, why didn't you raise this one up? I didn't raise that one up. The Lord did. Amen. If the manifestation of the Spirit's not there, all you can do is encourage people to believe God and pray with them and leave it in the hands of the Lord. Can you say amen? amen? But we should expect the Holy Ghost to manifest himself. We should expect manifestations of the Holy Ghost today. Hallelujah. For the same purpose. Now then, here Gehazi, you see. Now here's something else. Gehazi is Elisha, the prophet's servant. He's there with him every day. Now, here's again where folks miss it. Well, they think because you may be a prophet or operate in that office, that you ought to know everything. Don't you know that Gehazi, he's there with him all the time. If that was the case, he'd have known he couldn't get by with that, wouldn't he? 
he'd have known he didn't have a chance in a million. Amen? No, you only know if the Lord lets you know. And if he don't let you know, then you don't know. Amen. Amen. And so here you see that the word of knowledge was manifested to expose a hypocrite. He said, my spirit went with you. Now, sometimes that's the way the word of knowledge operates. I know more. I don't know much. But thank God for the little bit I do know. But from the time I was baptized in the Holy Ghost, speaking with other tongues as a young boy, Baptist pastor, 1937, the eighth day of April, 1937, at eight minutes past 6 p.m. in the full gospel postage at 309 North Chester Street, the city of McKinney, Texas. They were in a revival meeting in the full gospel tabernacle. I'm pastor out there in the country of this country church. Well, two weeks. Now, I got baptized the Holy Ghost and spoke with other tongues. And I continued to pray in other tongues. Some folks, they said, did and didn't. But I did. And so two weeks after. Now, that was Thursday, you see. Thursday of the next week would be a week. And then Wednesday of the next week, you see. The pastor, my, my, my service, weeknight service was on Thursday night out in the country church. They had a Wednesday night service here in town at the Full Gospel Tabernacle. So the Full Gospel Tabernacle pastor contacted me in about the middle of the afternoon on Wednesday and said, Brother Kenneth, he said, I have an emergency. I have to go to Dallas. Could you take my service tonight? Well, I had done that before for them a number of times because I had Wednesday open. I always went there on Wednesday night. And I said, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. And so I conducted the Wednesday night service at the Full Gospel Tabernacle. And then as a custom, they were Pentecostal people. They'd close the service, particularly Wednesday night service, by everybody coming down around the altar and praying. So I invited everybody. And so nearly everybody, not all of them did, but came down around the altar. And we had a time of prayer together. Well, after a time of prayer, I opened my eyes and looked. And there wasn't but about five or six of us still in the altar. And I looked over the congregation. Now, we had about 400 people to begin with. But they wasn't about 36 people in the whole auditorium. So I just got up and stood up. And I said, well, let's all stand and be dismissed. And so we that were in the altar kneeling stood up. Those that were sitting in the congregation stood up. And I shut my eyes and began to offer the benediction. Now, I no more expected what did happen to happen than I expected to be the first man to ever land on the moon. But while my eyes were shut and I began my dismissal prayer, I saw my spirit went. There were two young ladies there in the church, in the service. I knew both of them. We were born and raised in the same town, a little town of 8,000 or so. And one of these young ladies had just gotten saved during this meeting. I saw her with this friend of hers in their home. They lived out in the edge of town. And I saw, because this young lady wasn't just, she came from a good family and a good background, but she wasn't the best of a person. And so the brother, the brother, I mean, I'm right there. My heart, my spirit's right there. 
The brother of this girl that she went to spend the night with, in times past, they had had sexual relation. Now he wants to resume that. She said, no, I've been born again. I'm a child of God. But he forced her. I was right there and saw it. Just like Elisha was right there and saw him. My heart went with you when you joined yourself. And then not only that, but I saw this, that she only came to church that night because her friend had almost forced her to. And that she had said, you know, well, I've sinned and failed and God don't love me anymore. So I saw all of that in a, you know, fast you can snap your finger. And so I just simply said, uh, everybody wait a moment. I didn't want to embarrass her. So I said it in a way that she, no one but she would know some of these things. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the two-CD set from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, In Him, and the next book from Kenneth Hagan entitled, Speak to Your Mountain, and the slimline book, Because of Jesus by Kenneth Hagan. All this for the special radio price of $27. Call toll-free. 1-888-FAITH-99 Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99 You can also order online at rhema.org That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G rhema.org Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126 Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150 we always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. You know, we still are, are registering for Rama Bible Training College, yes. so you can apply today at rbtc.org. Yeah, and I want to thank all of you Word Partner Club members for helping us. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue this life-changing teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.